From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast of sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Let's crack open this cold Mayday beer. Let's get after it. Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery. Mayday Brewery. Wow, I can't speak. It's been a while. Uh, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Uh, catch them every Tuesday for Singo and Thursday for Bingo. Uh, and stay on the uh i guess listen around you know stay up to date because we might be hosting sometime the next month or two who knows uh you know maybe sometime in december who's to say a little uh who's little to say cheer who's to say a little hot little holiday beer is what i'm thinking brother yeah that's what i'm thinking you was right there dude i thought that that's where you were yeah. going and then you were just well right I, I was throwing there. the alley oop up but you had to slam at home i'm yeah it is basketball season yeah. brother yeah. it is basketball yeah. season yeah <laughs> Uh, today we have got a lot of news. We got a little bit of uh, for our main topic, and then we got our games of the week. Check us out on Patreon and Twitch to support the show. How are you this week, my man? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm not uh, not not terrible. Uh, you know, just pu- just pushing through. Excited about this weekend going to the uh, Auburn Vandy game. I uh, was nice. trying to be trying to be a you know a broke boy, uh, but you know just go to the tailgate and hang out and stuff. Uh, but my parents wouldn't wouldn't allow it, and uh, snatched up an extra ticket someone had. So I'll nice. be I'll be uh, be going to the game. All 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 four thousand people that can fit there at Vanderbilt Stadium uh, will be there. Uh, I have not had a lot of success with going to Auburn at Vandy uh, at game day. Uh, went to game day there uh, when when James Franklin was there, and Vandy was good. And Auburn lost, so I'm I'm really hoping. I think that we're gonna. I think we're gonna put an absolute thrashing on them, brother. I'm. I we we are we, we seem to be getting it together a little bit, uh, and I, I need it because uh, my bo- one of my bosses at work is a big Vandy fan, and bro, I'm calling out sick next week if I if uh, <laughs> if we if we take an L. Because I've, uh, I've 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 let it be be known uh, that Vanderbilt is a trash organization and uh, it should be touted as as such. How about yourself, man? How you been doing? Doing absolutely amazing. It is that time of year where the weather starts getting more up my style. Uh, I love that it's darker more often. I I you know that's when I thrive. Um, you know, it's just it's it's amazing. I love it. You know, I get to I get to work when it's dark. I when I get out of work, it's week. dark. It, it's it's hate awesome. That. Hate the hate the darkness early, but uh, but I do enjoy the cooler weather. So I agree with you there. But all right, let's fit jump check. Into, fit check. You ain't oh, fit, fit check. check I mean, ain't you ain't even fit well, checking I, it. My my bad. My bad. What you got? What I, you got? In, what you got? In, in honor of your, your students, Bob, I wore. Uh, I'm just trying to get some cheap cheap alcohol so i wore my montana hat i'm gonna i'm gonna get out there after work uh you know one of these days and just get a, get a few <laughs> get a few cheap shots you know 
<laughs> uh, you know, it just got the, it just got the regular, you know, keeping it, keeping it clean with the, with the straight red, uh, I guess maroon, did you say maroon? Yeah. Yeah, maroon. Uh, it's a little too it's bright to be maroon. I think it's more the I bright burgundy. light. Bur- burgundy is the money, dude. That's the money. That was yeah. the, that you, you, you landed that plane, dude. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no hat for me today. Uh, you know, didn't, I just got it back from work. Can't wear a hat at work, but you know, rocking up just a button up and some khaki pants. Even though you can't see them because I'm on. Okay. Just work, lot. Just rocking the work fit. <laughs> it happens. Uh, but all right, let's jump into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Oof, this was a tragic accident that was all over the news. Even, uh, even non, like it even made like yeah, the mainstream. It news. was mainstream for sure. I haven't, I haven't got to see the video. It's been hard for me to locate a video of the event. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't even let I you say. I didn't let you even say the uh, the accident. Um, I go go ahead. I'll let you finish before I interrupt so, you. So, <laughs> um, American hockey player Adam Johnson, who appeared in 13 NHL games uh, with the Penguins, uh, has died after his neck was cut by a skate during a game in uh, England, uh, specifically Nottingham, England, um, on Saturday. He was 29 years old. He was playing with the Nottingham Panthers. In a Challenge Cup game That's uh, against terrible, Sheffield dude. Steelers, terrible dude. I haven't seen a video of the event. It's hard to uh, search for something like that without uh, without you know getting the FBI flagging you uh, with uh, with with keywords and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I haven't been able to find it. Uh, but from what I've heard and what I've I've talked to people that have seen it, uh, there, it was like oh, there was like that potential chance that it was an intentional. And uh, it's being investigated at this point by by police type wow. of deal. Uh, the the goalie that which, it, which that it, um, yeah. go ahead yeah go ahead sorry. Uh, well, you have to be careful because you know historically the sheriff of Nottingham is not a great guy. That is what I'm saying, dude. He's bought and paid for, yeah. so hopefully hopefully they can get some in- independent investigators there. That's what I'd like to see, uh, just to make yeah. sure everything's on the Maybe up Maybe Kevin Costner can come out. Uh, but the, the goalie that it happened to for the Van- Vancouver Canucks, and his name escapes me at the moment, uh, but uh, I, I know you remember seeing this video of that happening to that guy, them rushing him oh, out yeah. the back very quickly, uh, and he became a huge proponent uh, for net guards, uh, in the, I'm sure uh, wearing, you would. The, wearing the net, wearing that net guard. And he, he made a statement in a video renewing his, his call for that. Um, and, and Eric Carlson, Marcus Patterson, two other penguins are wearing net guards in practice. I've heard some other guys are wearing net guards in practice. This is one of those things that it's like, um, yeah, man, you, you don't, it doesn't, you don't look as cool for sure. But you know what's cool? Not getting your neck cut by a, by a skate. Uh, I'm sure this will be one yeah. of those things that will eventually get grandfathered in to where new incoming players are required to wear it. Um, and just like the helmets were with the face masks. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a thing that if, if, if everybody does it and it's mandated, then 
nobody has to worry about being the guy that that does it or the guy that wears wears that neck guard. Uh, it's it's very clear that I I mean I'm just very I don't know about you, but I'm surprised it doesn't happen. Not not people oh. dying, but like obviously people get cut with skates all the time, but uh, but I'm surprised yeah. that there's not more harder injuries you know uh if- yeah no i'm i because especially like i see all the time where like there's a lot of close calls right um, i'm looking at the video now i haven't been able to like slow it down to see like exactly where it had uh i if this was on purpose the guy who did it is is neo big Be- oh wait a second uh that's what man, they're saying i uh Oh my god. Yeah. Uh he's he it looks like he sweet chin music them pretty much. I mean it looks like he did yeah. a whole I don't like, think anybody I don't think anybody is saying that this cat uh intentionally tried to kill the guy. Like did he wake up that morning thinking, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill someone on the ice tonight. Uh no, but if there is but if you if you're doing that, there's the acknowledgement that you are are putting a blade up at somebody right i mean even if yeah i mean at any any level if it hits the leg or it hits the hits the you know you know arm or whatever hits an artery it's all the same i it just seems like uh so so what are your thoughts i I, like when i was talking to jackson you know like i would like to reserve judgment until i i see it but what are your initial thoughts again i'm not i don't think you're calling this cat a murderer uh, but no. uh, do you think that there's um, some intent to hit this guy with the skate that well, let me ask you that. I, uh, if looking at this 17 second clip and looking at the, what maybe a two, three milliseconds of the actual contact, I'm going to go ahead and say no with the information I have. If more information comes out and this guy is a chronic, like he chronically yeah. does this stuff. And he's always getting into trouble, and he's done, and he's you know purposely like done dirty hits. Then obviously my opinion changes. I think it's one of those situations where it looks like he lost his balance, and maybe he like tried to overcorrect, and a, his leg came at a weird angle. Um, because it's not like he was by himself; like he was right. fighting for position with somebody else when it happened. Yeah. So that's why I said like sure. it, he would have this would have this guy would have to be like a figure skater to purposely do that yeah i would have uh, because kicking someone isn't like a move and like you don't kick someone in the chest when you're both standing up in hockey that's not normally a thing you do as a dirty play yeah i would definitely like to reserve judgment as i don't you know not not that i have inside information on really any type of thing but i but i'm i'm not tuned in to the to their their hockey world over there uh, but, but I would like to err on that side as well. It's, it's sounding a lot like the Tony Stewart incident where the man, where he hit the guy yeah, Tony and he purposely murdered that guy. Where yeah. he per- it's sounding a lot like that, that it's very easy that when you throw something in slow motion to assign some blame, uh, but yeah. like you're saying, it should, it should be that. We should watch it in real time too, because that's how it actually happened, and not just yeah. continuously watch things in slow motion. 
because we have to remember that people don't operate like that. Uh, I would like to side on the, on the fact of, uh, of whether or not this guy is a known dirty player or whatever, uh, that he yeah. would not try to stab somebody with this skate. You know, I mean, that's, no, and it looks like, it looks like he tried to go for a hip check and he got his leg a little too high. And because the guy, uh, and then when, and then Adam Johnson decided he wanted to turn, he kind of went a little bit low, lower than you normally would. I would. So it literally just seems like wrong place, wrong time. And a horrible, tragic accident occurred because of this. I looking at this, I would not say that the skater, uh, that the defenseman did this on purpose or had any, you know, malicious intent. I, I would tend to agree. Now, obviously if we're proven wrong, then he, then he needs to be convicted criminally. Yeah, I mean, and yes, never, yeah. and never be paid to play the sport again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Obvious. Uh, that's the, that's the obvious. I would like to think that it was a out of control hip check as well. That would, that's what it looked like to me. Like he got spun, spinning too fast and that leg flew up. Uh, I, I mean, unless this yeah. guy is some sort of, some sort of sociopath, psych, psychopath, uh, he's going to have to live the rest of his life knowing that that this has happened. I wouldn't be surprised if this yeah. guy bows out of some hockey, uh, despite intent uh, of the of the occurrence, because that's a pretty traumatic yeah. thing. Uh, something that you you've loved and you've played your whole life. Uh, you, you don't you don't really think about uh, one of those players that jumped on the ice that night isn't going to go home. Uh, so a, a really sad sad event uh something that we never wanted to discuss and talk about uh when we when we decided to start doing a hockey sports podcast it's it's you know we got to talk about it because it's kind of in our in our in our world um but it's not something that we we wanted to 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 bring on and, and discuss for sure for sure um but time to move on speaking of going home uh, someone who is going home is Nicholas Backstrom of the Washington Capitals, who is taking some time away from the sport for health reasons. Uh, the 35-year-old recently underwent some resurfacing surgery on his left hip, um, and he uh, returned to get seven goals. You know, had a subpar season. Uh, this season he's struggling one point through eight games, uh, so he is taking some time away to maybe maybe he'll come back maybe he won't but you know we'll see what happens he's had a he's had a good career oh yeah uh a cup winner uh a guy that uh you know has been has been around for a while has has always been a, a solid point producer you hate to see a guy like him go um but i am gonna let me see i'm gonna look up his career earnings i always like to do that when somebody retires and to see um, I don't feel bad for you, you know? Uh, so, oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll be, he's going to be all right with his 81.5 mil <laughs> of career earnings and has a current net worth. Also though, I want to talk about this. Uh, his current net worth is nine, uh, 92.5. What is this dude 
do you know what i'm saying bobby what are you <laughs> doing that your career you've made seven million dollars in you know you know what i'm saying like how is your net like you have 80 mil 80 million dollars in earnings and i know that's not all at once but half his career ago he had you know 40 million uh it just seems like you could have made it a little more than i guess putin's taking his cut so i you know i mean you gotta you gotta he, he's he's just happy to be breaking even here yeah uh let's move to outside the nhl now that you know what's happening inside the boards time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards i almost called it the rangers win the first world series title in 63 year that they've been a team uh they broke the mlb postseason record and went 11 and 0 on the road en route to the championship and last week i said that the rangers would win it in four they won uh they won it in five uh pretty damn close they call this a they call it a baker sweep bob <laughs> but um, come on dude that's yeah. hilarious that's hilarious um <laughs> uh, yeah yeah hey good good almost call man uh you really you really almost did it dude and i'm super proud of you uh dude hadn't watched a baseball game in 40 years so you know i'd say that's impressive and i know and i honestly i probably called it more accurate than most of the pundits did all, oh my god the, the sport channels easy easy money <laughs> easy money i think the rangers were favored to win so i think that you were on the side of uh of most but uh but almost getting it bob only missed one game. and we act like you missed it by one and it was a hundred game there were seven total potential games <laughs> uh no no hey good good call Corey seager the second uh his second world series mvp um, but, but good job, man. You really, you really did it. And you, you were really proud yeah. of your, you were really, it was super funny. Cause you were like really proud of yourself. <laughs> you sent me like a text message at like six fifty this morning and saying, Hey, your boy almost did it. <laughs> like what? I know. I said, it, I sent that. I, I sent it right after the game. At like 10, Cause oh, I, I, I did right, watch the, right, like the end right. of the game. So I sent it at like 10 PM and then I responded to your message that's this right, morning that's right, that's with right. the hor- horseshoe hand grenades and world series predictions. Yeah. So, so it was, it was super funny. Cause like, honestly, normally if I didn't put anything about baseball up, you would never know it even existed. You, I could very easily just put MLB no longer is happening. And Bob would be like, fuck, that's crazy, man. That's why it's wild. But all right. Uh, what's up next? Um, let's see. Uh, coaching legend, Bob Knight, famous for both victories and outbursts has died at 83. Uh, legendary coach with um, I know Indiana. Army and Indiana. Indiana. Uh, I don't remember the third school he was with. I know Army, Indiana, and one other one. I'm trying to think of what that third school was. I want to uh, say I'm it's, it's I think it's like a big school. Uh, I want to say <laughs> Army, Indiana, Texas Tech. Uh, yeah, Texas Tech. To yep. Yeah, that was his. That was his uh, later days. Uh, yeah, man, super sad. Honestly, an icon for sure, right? I mean, there is very few people that 
are will live on in your memory. Like, dude, there's we're not we were never in his heyday. We never got to see him be great at coaching like he was uh, you know, earlier in his career. I mean, not that he wasn't great at coaching, but he he wasn't as dominant at coaching. Uh, but I mean him throwing the chair, dude, it's like, it'll live on in history. The sweater, dude, yeah. people are still being him for Halloween. Uh, it is, it is crazy that, uh, that, that he was, he's so prevalent in our mind. And, uh, so three national titles, uh, definitely one of the greatest of all times. Uh, and yeah, man, sad to see him, sad to see him go. And speaking of Bob Knight Halloween costumes, that moves us into our main topic. We are silky smooth with the transitions today, my man. Uh, We're talking favorite Halloween costumes or just costume in general. doesn't have to be Halloween. Um, So why don't you go first? This is your uh, idea of a topic. What is your favorite Halloween costume or just whenever you decide to wear a costume in general? You know me, me, man. I, I like to do costumes in which I don't have to add a lot of different things to what I normally would, would wear, you know, carry a prop or two. Um, I would have to say, I mean, I absolutely love being Bill Murray, uh, from, from space jam. That was a great, that was a great one. Clearly, uh, clearly pretty dominant. Um, this is, this is tough, man. You put me on the spot for the question that I asked here. Uh, I'm going to tell you, and it's because of, I didn't, I didn't require any props, uh, but the, the ability to adapt to situations in this costume was, was, was great to me. And I, and I've seen it so many times. Forrest Gump, when I was Forrest Gump, I, I very much enjoyed that because I could just, I would just like go from place to place and I would just start sprinting, dude just immediately just start running from place to place. And then, you know, because the funny part about Forrest Gump is throughout history, he's a part of history and he's in all these big time events. So I kind of, you know, I was, I was having a few Bob, if you can believe it or not. And I started to get this idea. We were like out, out. So like a ton of people and people we don't know and stuff are wearing different costumes. And like, so there was a lot of game of Thrones, it was that it was that kind of heyday, like where yeah. everybody's Game of Thrones in it. You got Kings of the yeah. North. You got, you know, you got uh, you know, all all the all all King the slayers, folks, King yeah. Slayers. Everybody, everybody's afoot. Uh, so I started I, when they were. I would see them taking group pictures, and I would go and I would like stand in the background. Like I was like, like Forrest Gump was like the King's guard of, of Jon Snow. There was a small period of time where I followed around a John, a King of the North, Jon Snow, uh, as his, as his Lord commander of the King's guard. Like you could just see Forrest Gump stumbling into a situation in which he becomes the Lord commander of, of a King's guard. And you know, it's, so it was very fun and, and funny to me. Um, so I think that, uh, that Forrest Gump probably I'm going to have to go with my favorite Halloween costume plus it's just shoes pants uh, you know a, a button down short sleeve shirt and a hat so I love the and, costume and AIDS um, no he didn't he never got a he didn't have AIDS so well 
I mean, at the end of the movie, no. didn't him and Jenny like get married and hook up? Yeah, that's not a. Didn't it's not a. That's not a hundred percent. No, they hooked up, had the kid. I, I mean, maybe he got. Maybe he got that. But I feel like he protected up. She knew at this point. So she needed him. Yeah, but Jenny was kind of a bitch. She and was absolutely she was, a bitch. But it was always out of it was always out of out of selfishness, and so she needed somebody to take care of, uh, of this kid, and so that's what. But maybe, maybe he got, maybe he got, he got him. Yeah. I mean, he de- he probably would have started with him. I don't think you start with full blown. I think that you start full blown AIDS. <laughs> See, I, you know, and let's be let's be real. Forrest Gump. If Forrest Gump would have got it, he would have stumbled into a cure for it and we would not it would not be here yeah. so that's how we know for sure uh that he did not in in fact have aids yeah uh <laughs> what about you man sequel though. what about you man you started uh, this for me so i'm a big fan of deep cut group costumes one of my favorite oh, ideas sure. that i've been telling you for years i know we've been trying to get it together every- Everyone goes as Edward Norton from a different movie, but one guy is Brad Pitt. Yes, it's and the I just best. think that would be. It's too yeah. bad that I mean <laughs> Edward Norton characters are harder to spot in the wild. Like there's a very there's a few that are very yeah. that are very okay. I know who that is. Like you could probably get you could do Hulk if somebody doesn't yeah. fight you on that. Uh, you could do American History X, Easy Money. Uh, that's that's one that people would know. You have to do, you have to do uh, Fight Club. You know, you have to do that character yeah. from Fight Club uh, to kind of complete the ensemble. Although I think we talked about it being funnier if nobody in the group was was uh, I forget his name in the movie. I remember Tyler Durden's name, but see, I think it would almost be funnier if nobody in the group was Edward Norton from fight club you know like he's the only since they're only it was only ever one of the two uh but yeah, yeah. i think that's hilarious and it's funny we always get to talking about it i i need to go and and do my yearly search of the of the group of girls that do a new actor every year and like they did like um tom hanks and then so everybody it's like a large group everybody in the group is a different Tom Hanks character or, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously we were just talking about, it. you just brought the idea, but yeah, but that, I, I think we remember talking about that. They do such a good job of like getting the whole crew. I think it's dwindled cause you know, they're getting older and they're not all in college and don't have a, just a bunch of time to make Tom Hanks costumes yeah. or whatever. But, <laughs> um, I think doing so. a bunch of, um, Bill Murray's though would be fun. Bill Murray's would be you great. have three easy ones. So just having three different space, Ghostbusters, Space Jam. You can have a Ghostbusters, uh, but then you, stripes. you know, yeah, Stripes, Groundhog Day. Uh, there's, there's so uh, many Garfield. great, great, great Bill Murray options. Well, I think we determined though that as far as single actor group costumes, that Tom Hanks was the goat, right? I think that we kind of determined that if you have a large scale group. It was it was really hard for us to to say that Tom Hanks was be. I mean, he's been an astronaut. He's been a baseball coach. He's been a he's been a wild, crazy man on an island. You know, he's been he. he there's really not much that that Tom Hanks has. I, I thought we Woody. said I thought we said Robin Williams. I thought we said Robin Williams. See, I would still no. Yeah, I, I thought that's what we talked about. Maybe Robin Williams because you got Mr. Outfire. You got Genie. You have Toy Story. 
No, he was not uh, in Toy Story. You got Peter Pan. Was he not? No. You're was thinking of Tom Hanks because Tom Hanks was Woody in Toy Story. That's why we landed on. He, Robin Williams would be good oh. for sure, but he's not in Toy Story, I don't believe. Oh, he was almost in Toy Story. That yeah. that I knew that I, I knew a piece of trivia. So it's he a, turned down the role of Woody. So it's That's a lot. Where I knew the, the trivia from. So it's a lot like he is in Toy Story, like you are at predicting World Series, like almost there, but yes, not almost. almost. <laughs> All right. Well, that's hey, that's a, we didn't have much to to bring in on the main main topic. Um, if we want to talk a little hockey real quick, uh, you did win the bet uh, that that Vegas would be. I guess it's not a bet, but Vegas would be the undefeated the longest the prediction, though the prediction. Yes. Uh, although. Everybody lost on the same night. It just so happened that Vegas's game started <laughs> after the other two, which is, hey, a win's a win. Technically, winning is yeah. the only way that we allow wins on this podcast. So, uh, but yeah, man, a uh, lot of good hockey. Vegas is looking strong. Bruins are looking strong. Red Wings are looking strong, brother. I, I you know, uh, I, I've been, yeah. uh, I've been, been paying attention to them. So, uh, good season of hockey so far, man. For sure. I'm looking at the schedule. I'm looking to see who plays tonight as a recording. Uh, third. Oh, a lot of teams play tonight. Yeah, it's, uh, the, it's a big night. But not Detroit. Detroit does play. They could be the first team. They're playing right now. They could be the first team to eleven wins, possibly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They've well, they've they've got the most games played. Uh, you mean they can't be to eleven win? You said Detroit. They're at seven wins, six wins right now. So. Oh, I was I I was looking at points. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, oh, games played. Games I was looking at games played. You are. They ESPN. The ESPN app changed like where they put games played, wins and losses on my screen. So I'm used to seeing it wins, losses, games played. Yeah. Now it's games played, wins, losses. Yeah. And that because, throws me off because ESPN hates you as a hockey fan. So. Yes. Uh, but let's get into our joke. Of, oh wait, I guess we need our games of the week. We're we gonna do, that. yeah. So we need to move into our games of the week. You especially want to bring. We didn't this even up. use the drop. You especially want to bring yeah. this up. <laughs> games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work, so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. We were just talking about games, and I just assumed it's we'd games, already done it. Yeah. But. All right, so we've got our games of the week, and I'm coming off of a perfect weekend. Uh, I am now sitting at five and one. Bond uh, had a rough weekend uh, at two and four. I got you right where I want you. Is how we in the clubhouse are talking about it. <laughs> okay, just so you. Know. I don't. This is this. So, question: Is this the first time in the show's history that? One person has won all of them, and one person has lost all of them in the same week against each other. No, I think this might be the first time. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know that we can. It, it, it's the kind of the it's kind of the opposite of like historical sports data, where most most sports go up in games. We've actually gone down in games. Um, so there's absolutely been a time where one of us has won three, and the others lost three of them, uh, and potentially four. But yeah, I mean. It's definitely the first time 
since we've been picking three, since we've been picking three, that it's been a hundred to a zero. We would, I mean, we have all the data. If uh, if once we get an intern, we can <laughs> we can have all we can have that bad boy pour over the data, you know, and then uh, you know so. Well, the good thing is I have a large selection. You have of, a pool dude. Of, of teenage. <laughs> I have a pool, pool of interns I can choose from. Folks, dude. <laughs> we don't. Hey, look, look at this. L- l- listen to this tagline. We don't offer college credit. We will not help you with your future. But we're pretty chill. You know what I'm saying? We're pretty chill dudes. Yeah. So I can offer you like five extra points of credit. Hey, hey you don't. Your next hey, quiz. you hang out with us. You don't have to worry about shot prices, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's what. That's where <laughs> we come in. Not to provide them with uh, shots, to let them know where the cheap shots are. Everybody, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's not incriminate ourselves <laughs> uh all right let's uh let's start it off uh i've my first game of the week i've got the flyers headed into buffalo uh, so i've got the flyers at the sabers uh friday at 7 p.m and i'm taking the sabers money line yeah uh like two days ago or they played on the they played yesterday day recording and sabers won and I, I think sabers will get it done again Okay, like it. I have done something, Bob. I, I don't know we, that we brought up the the record. Uh, you obviously you you threw it in my face that it was three uh three wins for you, zero wins for me. So I'm yeah, currently I at did, two I, and four. I did bring up the record. Okay, yeah, you're five and one. Money wise, you are dominating, my my brother. We are six dollars in, and you're that at eight dollars yeah. and eight dollars and seventy two cents. Yeah, you won all three, so that was nice. But that puck line, uh, bringing in that buck twenty was great. I am I'm, I'm not not terrible at six dollars in, but I'm at four four dollars twenty five cents. Uh, so I'm down. So I'm gonna go a little wild, Bob. I brought that up to say that uh, I you don't have to ask what my bet's going to be. If I'm picking the team, I'm going puck line on them. And it, and oddly enough, I've gone all away teams, puck line, doing it big, baby. Devil's Blues on Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, obviously, I, I, it was my turn to pick first, so I got the better game. So forget Bobby's game. Yeah. Put his on the picture-in-picture screen. Watch my game. Watch the Devils go, uh, go yard on the Blues. Uh, I'm hoping the puck lines two and a half, Bob. That's what I think's going to happen. Nice. Uh, all right. Second game. Uh, why don't you go first? You got the first one of the Saturday night. Like I said, I'm going with the away team on a puck line. Uh, I've got the Rangers uh, over the wild on Saturday at 7 p.m. There is a ton of great games today. It was very difficult to narrow it down. I really like the way the Rangers are playing. Uh, the Wild are a team that uh, that are not doing uh, as well as they 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 would like. So I, I would like to see them kind of step it up. But I just think the Rangers are playing too good of hockey right now. So I'm going to go with the Rangers puck line. Nice. Uh, my second game, I've got the Colorado Avalanche going into Vegas. I think it's going to be a matchup of some Goliaths. Best game the of Golden the Knights take this one. Best game of the day, for yeah, sure. I've, I've got the Golden Knights money line, and that is at 9 p.m. Yeah, I love it. But I'll tell you what I would do with that one, Bob. I'd have gone Golden Knights puck line, baby. Because I'm all I'm about that. I'm about losing that money this week, man. Uh, (laughs) golden Knights. so the golden knights uh on a back-to-back so 
I know. I'm going to stick with it. I was thinking about going, uh, switching it to a money line on that second game of a back-to-back on Sunday. Uh, but they are playing the Ducks, and so the Ducks have been, uh, you know, not the not a team, not a team to sneeze Dude. at for sure. Uh, they're six and four right now. Uh, but okay. I think the Golden, I think the Golden Knights are just too strong. Uh, they are still yes. the only team. Uh, without a regulation loss, I'm sorry. The Bruins also a team without a regulation loss, but uh, but at this point we are battling for those two teams for the last regulation loss. Bob, what are you calling? Uh, Vegas. Gonna Vegas. Ride my Golden Knights. All right, I like it. I like it. They're they're they are the the team to beat for sure. Uh, and Boston plays tonight against Toronto uh, at Vegas as Winnipeg. So, I mean, it, Toronto, that's not, I mean, that's not your, a gimme win. Did you do your Sunday game, brother? I'm sorry. I don't think you did. Not yet. I'm about to do that right now. I see, okay. Uh, my Sunday game. Yeah. Uh, Sunday game. I've got the Devils at Chicago. Uh, I think the Devils go in there, and I've got the Devils puck line. Yeah, don't hate that. Blackhawks. uh had a few strong games, but are sitting at the bottom of the central right now. Uh, Blues and then Wild, a couple of teams that um, surprise Preds sitting at five, Coyotes sitting at four. Uh, any uh, I, before we move into joke of the week, we hadn't, didn't talk a lot of hockey. Uh, any specific uh, team you expect to step it up a bit more or uh, or fall? Yeah, I expect Seattle to step it up. Um, okay. Don't hate that. You know, obviously, it's easy. It's easy to say Edmonton. You know, they sure. should be performing, but they're not. It's not necessarily easy, Seattle. though. <laughs> it's not necessarily easy. Uh, Having those players has never equated uh, to super long-term yeah. success. So, uh, but I'm surprised yeah, at the Seattle. That would be my surprise team. They are yeah. sitting at the bottom of the Metro. Not that I expected them to. Uh, I did have them as a playoff team, so I I, I wouldn't have were, been wondering about it if they'd kind of fallen to five or six. But sitting down there at the bottom, uh, below the Blue Jackets, is a is a tough road to ride with only six points after nine games played. Yeah, uh, it looks like Davy and I's you know forever bet. You know, it, we might. Both oh yeah. This year. Oh yeah. You guys, well, I mean, I so guess that lead, wasn't it so which, that, whichever that team gets lead. farther in the playoffs. So that means, neither, and since then, neither team has made it to the playoffs. Okay, so <laughs> the, since we've made that bet, none the, of us have made the it bet. To the, the bet continues. The bet continue. <laughs> it looks like it will continue, brother. Yeah. So it doesn't. Y'all don't have anything well, to stress. <laughs> the good thing is Pittsburgh has now left a spot open. They one of our guys just has to claim it. So there we go. There we go. Uh, but all right, let's move into our joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. So you found this one, but I want to start off by you saying that next time I got it. All right. Well, I want to start off by saying that I can't understand anything in this. It's English, but it feels like it's not English. 
so a driver instructor was fined was fined hundreds of euros after his 17 year old student was caught speeding on Tuesday on the A2 between Boxtel and Den Bush. Uh, the police told Omen Rob Brabant that they stopped the training car for driving 154 kilometers per hour in a 130 kilometer per hour zone. The car was also noted for swerving and remaining unnecessary in the left lane. Half that sounded like someone was having a stroke, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, um, it it's bad. Um, I, look, this is this is what the way I thought <laughs> this when I imagined it happening. I mean, it's 95 miles an hour, so it's a, it's a, it's a good it's a good little good little good good little clip for sure. Uh, yeah, the way I imagine the conversation going is. We should go a bit faster, isn't it? And then the kid's like, well, but it's the speed limit. He's like, well, I'm going to show you that you can actually get somewhere faster if you drive faster. Uh, and 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 so go go ahead. And so he speeds off. Really? He just had. I'm sorry. Do you, just, 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 just so I can. Uh, uh, do you think that this was in England? Yeah. That's, they they okay, said well, kilometers. It was, the, it was in the Netherlands. Same thing, dude. Same thing. I don't know. I don't know how to do a Dutch. I heard the accent. (laughs) Accent. Yeah, it was an English accent. I think I thought I saw like an English flag. Yeah, I I thought I saw an English flag. I think I think the Dutch speak like waffles and pancakes, like a smoke and a pancake. That's true. I think that's. I don't know. I I, I, think uh, you're. You're. It's more Scottish. Yeah. Sounds like you're getting all your information gold. from yeah from gold member. That yeah. sounds just uh, the only yes. the only thing that you yeah. yeah. That what sounds like yes. Uh, it's hey, the only Dutch Bob, person I can think of is gold Bob, member. There's two things that I personally cannot stand, and it's people that are it's, it's people that are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. Obviously, those two things. Uh, but yeah, so no, it's not in England, but yeah, it was, it was a similar conversation with whatever Dutch vernacular, you know, what's the most surprising to me? Cause the Dutch that's Netherlands, right? I don't want to f- be ignorant. Yes. Yes. The Dutch is Netherlands. So I, how did this guy get a bicycle up to 154 kilometers <laughs> an hour, dude? That's what I. That's what I'm trying to say. Why do we even care that this cat is going a, going 95 miles an hour uh, on a road where nobody else is even driving? I guess. I guess the problem is is in Europe is roads are for also for bikes, which is especially in the Netherlands. So, uh, yeah. But just the the pure. It's it's beautiful. That headline is so beautiful. Student, it just immediately made us both cackle. Student caught speeding after yeah. driver instructor wanted to show it saves a little time. Like, dude, like, why are you trying to show this kid? Like, why do you care if he, this kid clearly doesn't know how to drive. You're teaching him. So, uh, what a joke. Dude. Yeah. What a, what a, um, what a funny joke. I, okay. So this is, I do want to say this is a two for one because. Ooh, on the side of the story, the the Dutch are insane. They They're apparently wild. they have a big problem with trees. So the first headline is one person killed by fallen tree in Limburg, Amsterdam urges residents okay. to avoid parks. The other headline, a different this is a different thing, is uh uh where is it? Uh I missed it, but uh 
there was a, a tree fell on a bicyclist. Apparently, they just have killer trees in, in Amsterdam. Jeez. Like, trees are just falling on people. Well, I mean, you you said it. It's, it's, it's one of those things that, like, trees fall all the time everywhere, Bobby. But there's so many bicyclists in the Netherlands that, like, a tree falling, you can't help but hit somebody on a bicycle. It's literally impossible that you couldn't. Yeah. yeah. So that that could be that could be it. But but it tells me that if I do ever do a European vacation, stay out of nature, dude. They don't they don't you know, they don't know how to operate on nature. They don't got no Teddy Roosevelt National Parks type stuff uh, like we do over here. Yeah. Well, I do want to say so I did some more. Uh, uh, there's Storm Kieran going through uh, okay. Europe right now. It's the strongest storm ever recorded for that part. But yeah, these dudes are still on bicycles. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, we still need to get to our job at the chocolate factory. Yeah, what? so we take on a bike. Where did they? Where did they become? <laughs> that's like you talking about like, because they're know. good chocolatiers. Because I think that's the Swiss, Bob. I think that that's what you're thinking is like the chocolate makers, right? Sw- the Swiss or the chocolatiers. The Dutch uh, produce actually, soccer so and dopeness. The Dutch, <laughs> du- the Dutch created chocolate milk. Okay, but that, all right, it was, bro, if you didn't invent milk or you didn't invent chocolate, whoever just invented chocolate milk was just delaying (laughs) the inevitable. Like, that's like me saying, like, I invented peanut butter and jelly because nobody ever told me and I did it. No, people were bound to do it. I guess nobody else does it except for America, though. That's a bad example. But, you know, if I had to (laughs) insert a good example, Bob. Insert a very good example into this, and it was just <laughs> bound to happen. People, people do all sorts of stuff all the time, and you don't think somebody was like, dude, this chocolate is delicious. We should put it in this milk. Get out of here, Bobby. Get out of here. They invented, like, strawberry milk before, like, m- chocolate milk was invented. That would be something to note. <laughs> uh, but... All right, let's move into uh, what are are we doing? Uh, yeah, let's do, move into what are you binging? First of the uh, month, man. I'm, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think of what I've been binging a little bit of, and I I'll just, give you a second. I'll give blank. you a second. So why don't you go? I'll first. give you a second. Yeah, yeah. I threw. I remembered it was first of the month and threw it on there for you late. So you you got a second or two. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Excuse me. I'm gonna go with FBI True. Uh, it is. Super awesome. It, there's, it is basically just retelling of big FBI cases, you know, uh, Boston Bomber, uh, you know, getting Whitey Bulger, stuff like that. Stuff that you've heard about Waco, uh, you know, Manhattan Bomber, all that fun, all that stuff that the FBI did. Uh, now, I will tell you for, you know, I've, I know a lot of these cases, not like super in depth, but like I've looked into them and have read stuff about them. Uh, they definitely, they definitely avoid, uh, anything that they did that made (laughs) that the FBI did wrong that caused the situation. Like, like the, like the, the sniper, uh, the, the DC sniper, you know, the dude that laid the two yeah. dudes that, uh, Lee Boyd Malvo and yeah. uh, Muhammad, whatever. I, yeah. I lived, I lived, I was living there when it was happening. You were with them, weren't you? I know. I know you, bro. Where were you? Where, where can you account for your whereabouts? Uh, but yeah, so they were doing that. And so like, wasn't there like a whole thing? They did tell about the, the white van thing, but they really played it off. 
they said, we got all these tips and I got this thing about a white van that they put out there to get all these tips. And then they kind of put it back on the public like, oh, well, we were getting all these tips and we were doing this large dragnet. Mm. Wasn't a white van. Uh, and and like they uh, they the profile was like they were like looking for like a white guy in his 40s. You know, the basically who they always yeah. look who they always when killings happen, dude, they're just like white guy in his 40s. He can't take it anymore. He's mad at mad at some sort of other race or or other gender or whatever he's done uh and it so don't really bring that up but the person who hosts it that's doing the interview or whatever because they actually talk to the actual fbi agents that work the case so that's the cool part it's a former fbi agent that does the interviews and they kind of make it like uh oh like we you know and it's a very funny tagline too bob i gotta tell you this it's like it's like, oh, you know, we, we wait to say we save the stories, you know, what really happened for when we're ta- hanging out with each other or whatever, you know, like the club, like, oh, we can really talk to you yeah. about it. But it make but it's a weird way to phrase it because it's a criminal case. So you would think that you would want to tell the full story in court and like have At it recorded and yeah. have it recorded and stuff. <laughs> right, exactly. So and I know you know what they mean. They kind of get the inside gritty details that may not be needed yeah. at court or whatever but it doesn't seem like that it's like we told them what we needed to tell them at court but what really happened we can tell and and so you know they're sitting around at like a bar or whatever with extras in the background like it's a real bar and they're drinking beers which is cool because that's what we we do bob you know that's what everybody should do drink yeah. a couple beers when they're talking but that fbi agent is very clearly an fbi agent that has her entire life been in control of situations she is a terrible interviewer who would have thought somebody an fbi agent with a career isn't going to come on and be able to be dan rather from 60 minutes or something dude like it's just bad (laughs) like she'll just she doesn't know when to ask questions and to probe she doesn't know when to because it can be very effective repeating what somebody said if it's a specific thing, but she doesn't know when to do that when he's like, yeah. And so we started, started looking for, you know, this person or whatever. And she'll be like, yeah, he started looking for him. Huh? Like what, like, what are you, <laughs> what are you saying? And she'll just randomly be like, they'll be like, yeah. And the guy was like, had a gun or whatever. And she'd be like, shit. Like, like, like it really is just a conversation <laughs> between friends and not you're actually doing an interview. You dumb lady. So, yeah. uh, but it's super awesome because I very much, I, I, I talk so much smack about it, but I have, I have nothing but love for the show. So FBI true, uh, if you, uh, if you have a hankering for some, some old school cases being solved, bro. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I had to think about what I've been watching and I guess the thing I've been watching the most, I've been trying to uh, watch it here and there and. Well, I think I binged maybe the first half of season one was AP Bio. Oh, so good. So um, good. Super good, dude. I haven't seen yeah, it all. It, like, I don't yeah, think I saw. I, uh... Go ahead. What was that? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I think the, the internet's being weird. It's going in and all out. Right, you're good. So you're let's good. go ahead and let's, uh, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. (laughs) 
All right. So this one hits a little close to home because uh, this was, you know, in our backyard. It also would affect me in my career. But the Rutherford County Board of Education rejects the new memorandum of understanding, which is like a contract for, that they have with the teachers uh, for what they believe was inadvertently benefiting trans students. Now, I want to say that nothing in this contract was about the students. This is all about the relationship between the county and the teachers and benefits for teachers. That's it. But also but they're a, using these buzzwords to to delay uh, the vote. But also a very interesting way to put it. It's like it's inadvertently helping someone, you know, and I get and yeah. I, I, I don't I don't I don't get their stance. I don't don't hear what I'm not saying. I get you know, trying to use something like that to hold up paying more money because I'm guessing that your contract involved that, Bob. Generally does. It wasn't. It has to do, uh, not, not more money, but more uh, like personal days rolling over and that's, stuff like that. That's money. Yeah, that's money to them. That's accounting. Yeah. You've taken accounting before. They count that. That's yeah. money. They're going to they're gonna send you a report at the end of the year saying, hey, this is what we what your whole job is worth. And they're going to include a bunch of shit that they didn't pay you for. So, uh, but, but very interesting way to put it. Uh, you know how I would have said it, Bob, I would have said it. Uh, uh, not that I would have said it again. I want to there be very clear. Uh, the, the contract language is inadvertently in is inadvertently impacting individuals outside of the what the contract intends yeah right a thousand ways to say it that like you said wouldn't have got held up because they're like what what does that mean Uh, like oh this might help this might help a, a little kid get an extra lunch or have extra time to get the bus or whatever uh, oh, that that's a good thing. But as long as you say, hey, this is going to potentially help people that you don't like and don't agree with, uh, yeah. then we're all good. Slow roll this. Uh, yeah. So that that is a uh, that is a very a very. I think all of us are upset for you, Bob, and I don't I don't care. I don't I think you get paid too much personally. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so mine is again uh, going 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 close to home. It's it's far enough away now where it's almost the new week of foot of fantasy football starting. Uh, losing a game by less than a point, dude. I don't know that there's anything worse on earth, bro, than losing a than losing a game by less than a point. And it's even worse that the but both of our games were over Sunday night. So it wasn't even like I had that glimmer of hope on Monday. You know, like if you lose that game less than a point, yeah. at least I didn't have to suffer through. Like I didn't even, not that that football game on Monday was anything worth watching anyway, but I didn't even feel like watching it. And I had other things and other games that, ha- you know, were in play. Uh, but but losing by point seven, point eight, bro, like, oh, it hurts, bro. It hurts. Like, and because then you start questioning, like, I I made decisions that, Left point eight there, left point eight here. You know, like I could have won the game had I made a slightly better call or whatever. So it's very frustrating. So I, uh, I hopefully, I can I can rectify uh, my my mistakes, Bob. Well, I I can tell you one thing that 
is probably a little bit worse than that. Um, and that was someone I saw who on October 15th, uh, so, uh, I, or I was it, uh, no, I'm sorry, October 23rd. So it was like they're, uh, the Vikings match up against the 49ers and they, they also lost by one point. Uh, their one point came from when they lost uh, the point because down. the Vikings kneeled the ball. Yeah. Yeah. They kneeled down. That, that's, that's a rough one. Yeah, that's yeah, for sure. I mean, anytime you lose that in, in the in the last seconds, um, and I've been a part of of games in which I've lost in the last seconds, and games in which I've taken over and won in the last seconds. Uh, so, so I, I feel for those of you out there battling, keep battling. You know, those guys at the bottom of the lineup, uh, at the bottom, you know, they're gonna they're gonna start giving up, and you're gonna be able to push in, get to the playoffs. That's all you got to do. Get to the playoffs, and then uh, you know your your fate will will set in at that point. Yeah, yeah. I will say, you know, on the opposite side of that is, you know, you mentioned winning in the last second is one of, and it's still one of my greatest fantasy football memories of all time. Is I we were playing fantasy football. It was the championship game. I'm sorry. It was the it was the semi. It was the semi. So in this game, you went to the championship, right? I'm, I'm, I'm familiar. Like I'm familiar points. with tournaments, Bob. Yes. Yeah, how play? Yeah. Uh, so I, well, the listener may not be. So I'm making sure I'm helping the listeners. Um, they might be Russian, and they might not. You know, there might be a language barrier there. That's that's so true. that's true. Now, uh, this is to, to show how long ago this was. This was when Frank Gore was on the 49ers. Okay. I'm down by 15, and 49ers are, are are up a good bit, and. There, it's less than a minute. They're kneeling the ball. No, they give it to Frank Gore. He busts up the middle mm. for like 45 yards. There you go, baby. You got to gotta kill love the clock. It, man. And I'm just like, whoo, and got the win. I thought it was a, I thought it was signed, sealed, delivered. I was out. Yeah. There's no way uh, I'm getting the these 15 points with less. Like, it's great. I don't know what's better actually sitting there and watching the comeback. Uh, I think it was a couple years ago in the dynasty league. You remember that night I was down like 38 and all I had was Mark Andrews. And so it was all but done, right? That game is over. And yeah. he, and it was, I was down by a point and it looked like it was done. And for some reason, the, the Ravens decided to go for two uh, and Mark Andrews catches it. And I won that game. That was, I was watching it there, but I don't know if it's better then I had a Monday night game and I was down 30 some odd points, 35 points. He had uh, like Eli Manning going and all I had was the Cowboys defense and Des Bryant. And so I went to the wreck that night and we played some racquetball or basketball or something. And, you know, we're leaving and I begrudgingly check my score to see. And I had won uh, because I had 39 points from, my two guys and he had seven from his guy or whatever. Uh, and so that was a really good feeling to have thought you lost and then come back to the win. Yeah. So that's, those were, they're both, they're both pretty solid. Yeah. We might, we might do an entire mini episode, not on like fantasy football, like tactics, but just fantasy football stories. Cause we stories, got stories, bro. Just uh, the stories. Yeah. Story time, you know, sitting around a fire, you know, a glass of whiskey and some stories. Let's do it. But, all right, guys, thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. This has been the Pucks Out Podcast. We'll see you all again next time. Peace.
Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod. 